Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. back with you folks. Here we are. We're going through the book of Psalms. We're doing these songs of the night. We're on Psalm 119. Uh, probably for a little while. There's so much greatness in Psalm 119 as there is in every one of God's words. And we said it had this common theme, and this theme is for the Christian to uh, grow through God's word, to learn, to trust, to trust his precepts. And throughout uh, throughout Psalm 119, we, we do see that the practical use of God's word in someone's life can change them. And, you know, I think, Stephanie, I think that sometimes people who get who stay so far away from God's word have no idea what they're missing. Mm, yeah, I agree. I think that's very much the case. And, and you don't know what it's like to burn high-test gas. You don't know what it's like to be living life on high. And, folks, let me encourage you that it's a great place to be. Uh, it's a wonderful place to be. And... Uh, just to be trusting God, to be learning from his word, to be studying, to be hiding it in your heart. And uh, God will use all that. But we sure appreciate having you folks on this radio show with us. And uh, Stephanie, what's going on with you on this Thursday? Thursdays came up pretty quick this week. How are you? Well, Doug, I'm doing well. Um, we're busy as always, but that's a good thing. Um, I think by the time we, we this is playing, we're going to be getting pretty close to us being in South Carolina, yeah. um, do, doing work face-to-face in person. Um, so, But we're doing well. God's keeping us busy, and there's sometimes I joke that after Charles died, I, I felt like God stuck me on a shelf and had no use for me. And so I kept begging the Lord, please don't put me on a shelf. Please don't, you know, leave me collecting dust. Now there's times I'm like, God, God, put me on a shelf for a week or two. (laughs) Yeah. And then God lets me get poison ivy. I'm like, no, Lord, that's okay. I'll stay busy. (laughs) Just let me not feel sick. (laughs) So God has a way of keeping us content in him. (laughs) Oh, man. Poison ivy is nasty and poison oak and all those things that you get these little bubbles and all the craziness. And, oh, boy, I hate that. But I'm sorry you're going through that. But, uh, uh, I'm glad that it's almost over and uh, that soon, hopefully, very soon, your skin will be clear and you won't be itching everywhere. And uh, Folks, I got to tell you, man, when you get a batch of poison ivy, <laughs> that's, whew, that's almost as bad as having a tooth pulled, I think. But here we are. Yeah. So we're in the book of uh, uh, Psalms 119 as we go on. And we got to remember the knuckleheaded moment. So I, I really, I have this whole list of knuckleheaded things that I've been writing down for like the last few hours. And one of them I came up with, you might be a knucklehead if you leave your cell phone on at church. I just want to say that. Now, I've been guilty of that, but you might be a knucklehead if you do that. You know, people are sitting in church, you know, the pastor's rearing back. He's just getting into his message. And all of a sudden you hear, ding, 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 ding. And then you don't know it's yours. You know, you're kind of sitting there with that stupefied look on your face because you don't want to see people watch on. That's why you wear a little watch and you just hit that little 
that little button there. <laughs> and a minute later, you shut off everything. But you might be a knucklehead if you leave your phone on in church. And don't carry on conversations in church with other people. What's that all about? I mean, yeah. unless you have a traumatic brain injury, there's no reason to do that, you know. And I've had a traumatic brain injury. Don't do it, man. Don't be carrying on conversations while the preacher's preaching or people are singing. So, Doug, what's going on, man? Saw you at Burger King. Stop it. You didn't see me at Burger King. I'd rather eat snot. But anyway, <laughs> I used to work at Burger King. There's a story there. I don't know if I ever told you, oh, Stephanie. Please don't traumatize. Yeah, you've told me. It's traumatizing. Yeah, special orders did upset us. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, it left me It left me messed up. Yeah, I want a Whopper, and I don't want this on it. Well, let me give you something else on it. But anyway, praise God. That was a long time ago. I've repented of that. I've been restored. I'd never do it again. Uh, I would never. I was a young man. I didn't know what I was doing. I, That's exactly. You were a knucklehead. You've changed camps. I, I, I have. I've crossed over, <laughs> man. I've been restored to a whole human being, and uh, but special <laughs> orders really upset me. And but anyway, here we go. So don't be talking in church. Don't let your phone ring in church. In food, that's right with God. So I was brought up with everything Italian. So it was a um, it was a blessing for us to have spaghetti and meat sauce, spaghetti and any kind of sauce, spaghetti and meatballs, the big one. And I so I think we're gonna call it spaghetti and meatballs. I love me some spaghetti and meatballs. I mean some big and with my Italian bread. I'm talking about good meatballs, not meatballs you buy in a plastic bag at Costco and pour in the sauce and boil. I'm talking about meatballs constructed right there on location, praise God. Put, put a little oh, bit wow. of sausage in there, maybe some pepperoni. Oh, man, yeah. let me tell you. It'll change. Amazing. Now, you've had my spaghetti meatballs. Yeah. They've been passed through the generations. But anyway, here we are in <laughs> Psalm 119. So we're not turning our phone on. We're not talking in church. Spaghetti and meatball is right with God, but even more right with God is the Word of God and the practical use of the Word of God in us. And that's what we're finding in Psalm 119. And uh, here we are. This section's entitled Beth, and, uh, and, and, or Beth, really. It's got that long line. Wherewithal shall a young man, so talking about a younger person, cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word. With my heart, my whole heart, have I sought thee. O Lord, not wander from my commandments. The word have I hid in thine heart, in mine heart, that I might not sin against thee. Blessed art thou, O Lord. Teach me thy statues. With my lips I have declared all the judgments of thy mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of thy testimonies, as much as in all the riches. I will meditate in thy precepts, and have respect unto all thy ways. I will declare myself in thy statutes. I will not forget thy word. And, uh, I mean, as you keep on going here, as you look at that, I'm not going to forget. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to, uh, on your precepts, on your commands, those things you want, with my whole heart have I sought thee. And it, it starts off with those words, Stephanie, right there in verse number 9. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way, by taking heed thereto according to thy word. It's telling us right away that it's about God's word. Yeah. Oh, oh I thought you muted there for a minute. You had a little... Yeah. No, no I, didn't, I didn't know you were ready for me to say something. Yeah, no, it is. It's about a walk with him and a desire to know him. I think verse 18 sticks out to me so powerful there, where David's asking God to open his eyes. 
that he would see the wondrous things in God's law. But you um, know, verse 18 is in our next section. Mm, but I, well, I enjoyed hearing about it. You know, <laughs> I, you, know you, you kind of, you kind of leave, leave, get messed up if you don't include that. Okay. All right. So verse 17, deal bountiful with thy servant that I may live and keep thy word. Open thine eyes that I may behold the wondrous, the wondrous things out of thy law. Yeah, we'll, we'll go up to 18. We'll, we'll do that for you because you spaced out. That's, that's God's way of saying, uh, Stephanie hit mute and spaced out. But you know, <laughs> I did not hit, hit mute this time. I do promise that. But no, it's, uh, to me, 17 and 18, I guess I've always in my brain linked those two together. So my brain was still linking. But um, the fact that we can, we can make, like leading up to it, he says, I will meditate. I will delight. I will not forget. But then he, it's like he wants to show God his dependence because then he says, God, you have to deal bountifully with me that I may live and keep thy word. I can't do it myself. And then, God, you have to open my eyes so that I can behold the wondrous things out of your law. And just that dependence, that, that two-sided coin of walking with God is not just a desire, but then a pleading with God, a humility before him that he would be leading our leader, our director, our shepherd, so that we are in that path that he has for us, that we are seeing from his word what he has for us for each day. You know, God is something he wants to show us every day from his word so that we can become more like him. And that's that's the heart cry I see of David here. Yeah, and, and you know, I liken this to a soldier trying to learn his craft. And when, when I was in the Army, so we carried this soldier's manual. In the soldier's manual, they made it so it would fit in your, your battle uniform, your battle dress uniform pocket. The soldier's manual would fit in that pocket. So no matter where you went, you could pull out that soldier's manual if you were stuck waiting for something. You could literally pull out that manual and read more about what your job was as a soldier. You could, and, and, and you know, you, you had to go through and do that. And what would happen invariably as young soldiers are trained and made and Everybody who goes in the Army, no matter what your job is, you're a soldier. So the first thing you got to learn is how to be a soldier. That's what basic training is all about. <laughs> and, uh, and, and so you need to know your soldier's manual. You need to know your job. You need to know what things look like. You need to know what the enemy's like. And people who got that, who, who would stop, and instead of goofing off and sitting on the ground or going to buy a soda, that would take a few minutes and look at that soldier's manual uh, a couple times a day. when you Because you know, in the Army, we had that term, hurry up and wait. You were always waiting, hurrying up somewhere, then you were waiting around to go in. But if you studied that soldier's manual, I mean, it put you at a different level. Your relationship with the Army wasn't based on what other people were telling you. Your relationship in the Army was based on what you knew was true because you studied the soldier's manual, and you knew everything that was in that manual. You knew what the soldier's manual was telling you to do. You knew what the soldier's manual uh, meant, and yeah. if you did that, you did better. So talking about these young guys, and that's what came to my mind there in verse 9, and as we just went through 18, is these soldiers would say, I want to learn more. I want to do more. But it takes a willingness of heart. Yeah. It takes where you, where you just got to dig in. I mean, you got to say, hey, I'm going to do this. And, yeah. uh, and I mean, how old is a person, you think, when they make that decision? When, when does that transpire? I think it transpires whenever a person's willing to let it transpire. Obviously, we have different levels of understanding as we grow up. Um, 
but I think, you know, I would say definitely when a kid is reaching their preteen slash teenage years, um, I know for me personally, that's when I started really having to think about come to terms with, um, you know, I think surrender can happen, but when you come to that point of initial, this is what I know God has for me and I'm willing to follow him and I want to obey him and I'm committing my life to him. Um, that's vital. Yeah. Making step of faith. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's vital. I think that, uh, I think it can happen at any time. But I think there needs to be, a, like you say, a willingness, a heart. There needs to be a decision that I want to be a better Christian soldier. I want to do a better job. I want to delight myself in the rules. I don't want to hide from the rules. I don't want to shirk from the rules. You know, one of the things in the Army, some of these guys would say, well, we got to do it. It's the rule. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, one of the mistakes I think we make in Christianity is we always present things in a way like, this is hard. Instead of saying, you know, when our yeah. kids are in the backyard and we got a cliff back there, we say, don't go beyond that fence. But if mm-hmm. we say, don't go beyond that fence because there's a cliff and if you fall, you're going to die. I mean, people mm-hmm. are saying, I don't want to go back there. I'm going to fall and I'm going to die. But if we stop at, don't go beyond that cliff, uh, mm-hmm. nobody's going to know the reason why. And we yeah. got we got to give them the reason. We got to know the reason. And, and yeah. I'm, I mean, that's got to be part of our upbringing. It's got to be the way we deal with our children. Do you, I mean, do you give your children the reason why? Very, I, I try to because um, I don't, I don't, I think it's, I think it's honestly wrong the way adults think they should have a reason for rules that are set up over them. They want a reason for, but then they expect their kids to be robotic. Um, and I think that creates a lot of, confusion creates anger in a kid and so there are times when it's like no you don't need a reason right now just obey um and maybe the maybe they'll get the reason later um but i think you know god god does there's times he asks us just to trust him but there's a lot of times he does give us a reason or gives us at least a glimmer of the reason because that gives us it helps us to trust him. I think sometimes God doesn't always, we can't expect God to always give us a reason, but you know, it helps our children to trust us if they know, Oh, mom, mom's not doing this because she hates me. She's not doing this because she's trying to make life difficult. She's doing this because the outcome would have been different or she knew something I didn't know about the situation. And communication is a huge key to any relationship and it's a huge key to our relationship with the Lord as our heavenly father, that having that communication open where he can speak to us, we can speak to him. That's what the Psalms represent is communication between a father, a heavenly father and one of his sons. Yeah, that's what it's all about. And you know, the the Psalm 119, what makes it cool is each, uh, you know, each one of these sections starts with one of the Hebrew letters of the alphabet. And I mean, it's broken into 22 sections. As you look, I think everyone dependent upon, you know, helping you to grow, helping you to understand what's going on. This section uh, really is dealing with that young man, what you need to know. You need to be a good soldier. You need to be all in. Uh, you need to make a decision that I want to be closer to God. And you're making that decision by listening to this podcast. You're, you're making that decision when you read your Bible. You're making that decision when you choose to have your relationship, a relationship that's about God. You're making that decision when you choose to heal rather than to be bogged down and chained down and held in shackles uh, for what you're going through, you're making a decision, hey, this is something that uh, uh, that I'm going to do. 
that's right. And so, yeah. Yeah. yeah just. Yeah, so you have to make those decisions. You have to do those things, and 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 I and I think that's what we're seeing here. So so knowing all that and and wrapping this up into this, uh, uh, taking heed, to, to throwing your whole heart out there, listening to the commandments, uh, blessing the Lord by following His statue, uh, doing the right judgments, testifying to people how great these things are, medita- meditating on His precepts, and being that soldier that doesn't look as the rules as being bogged down but looks at the rules of bringing us to a place that's closer to God. That's what today should be about for you. Get closer to God. Realize that God didn't put these things together to make us go to a bad place. God put these things together to allow us to explode in goodness and to be closer to him and to be part of that. And so what song, so we've done all that, Stephanie. Now what song, what song do we go at from here? There's a hymn that's beautiful um, that I love entitled open my eyes that I may see. And um, I think it's basis is verse 18. And that's another reason verse 18 was on my mind. So um, anyways, that's the hymn we're going with today. It sounds good to me. Folks, we sure do love you. Listen, pay attention to this hymn, but more important than that, pay attention to every word Eric has to say. We'd love to hear from you. If we can do something for you, make sure you contact us at Helpful Wounded Spirits. Have a great day.
Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.